0: Since the dawn of humanity, perhaps even since the very rise of consciousness, humankind and its earliest ancestors tried to make sense of of the world around them. They formed mythologies and religious beliefs in an attempt to explain the phenomena they observed. That world must have been a terribly frightening place. Our ancestors huddled in caves and trees during storms and eclipses as they struggled to survive the elements that nature threw their way. As humankind progressed and civilization took hold, people began to have the opportunity to sit down and consider their circumstances. They began to ponder their world in more rational and deliberate ways as civilization and society began to provide for the basic necessities of daily living. This movement forward spawned the rise of logic and philosophy to begin the process of replacing the explanations provided by their mythologies and religious beliefs with factual, physically based, internally consistent comprehensions. Logic and philosophy ultimately gave rise to science and the scientific method as means to better understand our world. The questions that we ask today have not changed in any significant way over time, even as our deepening thirst for answers to fundamental questions has motivated us to develop ever-improving and profoundly more capable technology. The technology is only a means by which we probe and measure our environment. It neither alters the basic questions we ask, nor has it alone substantially altered our view and understanding of the world. Sure, technology is needed to test our scientific hypotheses and produce evidence of their trueness or falseness. Yet, as humans, it it is difficult to completely separate our observations and the scientific data we produce from our internal biases that color our interpretations in ways that vary from the subtle to the not-so-subtle. As a result, our collective scientific interpretations accumulate our biases and begin to expand the possibilities that our interpretations become disjointed from the data that produced them. Some early Greek philosophers believed that abstract logic and reason were the only means by which to understand our universe, to avoid the sensory illusions that led to faulty interpretation. Over the last few decades, there has been little fundamental progress in understanding the universe. Not coincidentally, over this very same time, the diversity of thought regarding the nature of our cosmos has not expanded significantly, and the cost of technology-based experiments to probe our hypotheses, has grown exponentially. I don't question the need to accumulate empirical evidence for carefully controlled technology-based scientific experiments, since our approach to science demands this. However, cosmological research seems to be serving technology as the master instead of the other way around. It seems as though technology has taken on too much significance and has possibly become a costly distraction, both in terms of precious and currently dwindling funding and in terms of thought. Our resources have become nearly singularly focused on demonstrating a narrow cosmological perspective that has solidified to the point of achieving near-religious doctrine. Yet the current understandings and models of the universe must be accepted as containing some combination of incomplete and flawed content, as evidenced by the large and rapidly growing body of scientific paradoxes they produce. As an example, nearly all cosmologists and particle physicists believe in the ultimate unification of the four known forces, gravity, strong nuclear force, weak nuclear force, and electromagnetism. Our science, math, and technology have allowed us to unify three of the four forces. Gravity remains the outsider.